for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea, and I'm super excited, y'all. I try not to be biased. I say this all the time, but I want to put some context to this thing for you. Uh, You know, before I ask the Servant Leader that's on with us this evening to come on, it's amazing. I'm not an MMA uh, fan. I can't say that. Do I watch it sometimes? Yes, but y'all know my wheelhouse didn't really involve that until now. A couple of weeks ago, I was laying in my bed and I was watching uh, Sports Center, and it just so happened that tonight's server leader was on in his match. And I told him this before we came on. I told him this when I asked him to come on, and he won. And he's amazing, and I'm a new fan. But it wasn't the match that sold me. It wasn't that that made me a fan. It was simply afterwards they gave him his interview, his post fight interview. And before he could even answer the question of the interviewer, he gave all the glory and the honor to God. And that just shook me in a world where people are ashamed. He was unapologetic. He was unashamed because he knew where his glory came from. So before we jump into that, I'm going to give you guys our scripture for today, which actually is inspired by him and actually is one of my favorites from my aunt, rest her soul, Exodus 14, 14, which says, the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Then we go into 15 and says, and the Lord said unto Moses, wherefore criest thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. And so guys, I'm not going to hold us. I'm not going to even make this thing last long, but you have to hear from this impactful brother. Today we have on servant leader, Bubba, bad man, Jenkins. He is a mixed martial artist in the featherweight division of the Professional Fighters League. He is a man of God. He's a servant leader. And I just got to tell you, Bubba, thank you for coming on to speak with me. Time is one of those most important gifts because once we give it, we can't give it back. So I'll pass the torch to you to say the hello to our listeners and we'll get this conversation started today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You know, um, after the win, I'm, you know, I'm now elevated to be fighting for a million dollars in a world championship. And so everybody in the world wants to, you know, get an interview or get what I want to say. And I'm so excited that, you know, this is a different type of interview that I, you know, I really, this is not only um, a great interview and a great opportunity, but it's, a, it's, it's work for the kingdom. And anytime that I can be, uh, you know, I, doing my father's business i'm you know and, and just you know being in my in my purpose i'm all, i'm all about it so the fact that you reached out and you know how you were encouraged you know everybody who reached out to me in that way i you know i got back to them and you know i i love the fact that you know we are we as believers in christ and we christians are truly after you know something new that you know we we know is a, a feeling of you know, it being ugly out there. So it's time to band up and block out. <laughs> you on, being man. a basketball, you being a basketball uh, coach and things like that. It's time to band up and box out is what we Come need to do. So, uh, it's time to, you know, get, get everybody on, on, on board and, and move forward with what, what he has for us and our purpose, walk in our wheel and, and truly be after that. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, a leader type guy that, you know, is trying to push that agenda forward. <laughs> walk in your purpose. 
that's the part. And, you know, you, you sound a lot like me when I say that, just moving the agenda forward. And one of the things that also struck me about you is just the simple fact that in a lot of times people would assume from the outside looking in that the athlete, right, the person who is victorious, they don't have that humility, but it's just something about a person who recognizes where their strength and help comes from. But that doesn't just happen overnight, right? And so if you could talk to us a little bit about your journey, as my grandma would always say, how did you learn to know Christ for yourself? Talk to us a little bit about your faith and journey to uh, becoming a believer and accepting Christ as your personal savior. Well, it's a journey. It's a, it's how much time we got. It's a, it's a true <laughs> journey. Um, you know, like any true believer, it, it has its beautiful, wonderful walk. And uh, it says patience works out. It's perfect work in you. Let patience have its perfect work in you. And, you know, uh, a wonderful, beautiful walk with Christ has so many twists and turns that I'm not coming back. This ain't working for me. And that... <laughs> I I don't want to do life anymore. I just want to do spiritual mo I just want to be in this moment with you. I just want to stay in my little prayer closet and just be hugged and in the presence of you. Like I know I got kids banging on the door, they're probably hungry. I know I got things going on, but this moment right now is all I'm looking for. Um so you have those those times in your journey where you're so in love and you're so in depth and you're so in in the will and so in the presence. And then you have those times where you prayed and you uh, you supplicated and you wrote down some things and it didn't happen and you gave him a date like he's a genie and you're like Lord this, you know I need it by the twelfth <laughs> you know and uh, you know you you walk away a little bit or, or or you get a little bit of church hurt you know you you get those beliefs or those truths and people that are high in authority in the in the in the in the system of of uh, of, of church and you know they kind of they somehow hurt you and and, and you sometimes you blame God for that um, I was. Um, my father was one of 11. My mom is one of nine. On my mom's side, I have two or three aunts and uncles that are preachers, pastors. Um, and even if my aunt, my aunt, I have an aunt that is a pastor who's married a pastor who's came coming to a bishop. So those are my aunts and uncles that are pastors. And then I have another aunt who married a pastor. So that's four right there that are influenced just on my mom's side alone. My mom was a first lady. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a PK. I'm a preacher's son preacher's kid um my grandfather i'm jesse my my real name is jesse so i'm jesse the third my father was a powerful speaker i mean i mean everyone talks to me about the the power that my father had with the microphone and my grandfather was a powerful man built the church in the back of his house um in madison indiana um a, a, a black man with 11 children in down the street from where kkk created was created you know um to have not lost one of them until you know my father died when i was nine um you know that was a powerful man of god and they didn't mess with that man he had land he had houses he had all kinds of things that you know a black man during that time with 11 children um uh, i want to say that six seven boys and i ain't talking like you know, I know the meek shall inherit the earth, but these are some rowdy hooligans. <laughs> these, these are these boys. These stinking boys right here. You know, they need Jesus. They, they needed you know, Grandpa Jesse and, and, you know, my grandma to be who they were to keep them in line. Um, but we didn't lose one until my father died in Africa as a gold miner, where my bloodline is from. I'm Ghana. Um, I'm Ghanaian. 
And my my father died over there um, when I was nine years old. He was a gold miner over there, and I'm, you know, I'm actually still building over there in Ghana with uh, with the king. Uh, I said he had Pagbi, but um, that that's just a whole the Lord guiding my steps to that. You know, I, I chased after why my father was there. Um, he left when I was five, and he died when I was nine. So he was in Ghana for four or five years where I didn't see him and he promised to come for Christmas, Thanksgiving. And he was a powerful preacher who kind of walked away a little bit from Christ, you know. So after my father died, um, I got into 13, 14, 15 straight fights every day. You breathe around me wrong, I, I chopped you in your throat. You you, you laughed around me. I, I became real quick, a little nine-year-old black kid in Madison, Indiana, statistic. You know, I was beating the hell out of everything and everyone. Um, and my uncles were like, we got to get him into wrestling. His dad was a state champion wrestler. His, you know, dad was a good athlete. And the same year I started wrestling, I started football. And, um, you know, I took off from there. My first year, I went 60-1 and one as a wrestler. And uh, my second year, I went 62-0. and 0. And in my first two years, I had 120-something wins with only that one loss that I took in my first year. So I immediately became a phenom in the sport that was not average for the black community all my uncles played basketball and things like that so my journey to christ was from knowing my father and my uncles and you know church every sunday bible study every thursday revival for four days here summer camp um uh church uh where they they uh we were sleeping out there for three or four days and then they sound the heart sound the horn at a random time and if your ass don't make it inside the church you got you didn't make it into rapture you know it was one of those church bible uh bible camp things so it was one of the beautiful um you know growing up in in i guess religion that you could have uh i didn't have my own personal real relationship with christ although knowing of him and 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 of seeing of his presence and you know obviously having him be in my life obviously growing up in different times i can see later in life where he showed me that was me that was me you know as you go back and you analyze your your journey but the walk with him has been from the from the real time of me of my father passing away at nine and then finally coming into the own as like the man of the house yet um uh if this was a kingdom, I would be next in line for um, uh, the kingdomship because it was my grandfather, my father, and then me. You know, my father was the oldest. So both of them have passed. I'm the last of the Jesses. My son is now Jesse the fourth. Um, and if he wants a car at 16, his son will be Jesse the fifth. But <laughs> that torch, um, the Lord told me in a prophecy one time that I got that double anointing, that power that my father had, um, finishing a work that he's unfinished. Um, that, uh, that intelligence and wisdom, um, my, my grandfather had such um, great wisdom and power um, to where everybody now, all my cousins are named Jesse and Thomas. So my grandpa's name was Jesse Thomas. And I'm like, y'all can't do that. Like I'm, a, I'm the Jesse, I'm the, y'all can't because my grandfather just had, he was that such a patriarch that he had everyone influenced by his, his wisdom and his calmness and his meekness and his, his beauty. And um, just, he was just an amazing, they called him slick because he was such a handsome man. Um, uh, just he he showed me my father and him showed me that walk that I eventually created and the Lord came alongside me and scooped me up you know after my grandfather died more 10 years later when I was 19 when I was at Penn State I've, I I kind of had that breakthrough of my own personal relationship with 
Christ more than the knowing of him that I've had with my mother's tutelage after my father's died and my uncles and aunts tutelage after, you know, you know, just having scriptures and going to church. And then I go to be, you know, the number one recruit in the country. I end up signing with Penn State and then going off to have all kinds of experiences that obviously bring you back to Christ. They say that um, that that life, that that you know, the fast life and the things like that, was still having that um, knowing of Christ. You know, as you teach a child, he grows up and he doesn't get astray. You know, he goes right back to the ways that you taught him, and that that's you know so scriptural because that's you know exactly what happened as being as popular as I was, as good as I was an athlete. Um, and as a blessed as the Lord has given me the gift of God, you know, the Lord has truly guided my steps to him and, and has given me the understanding of my purpose. I think that's so awesome, though. I really do, because, you know, when you think about how you have literally placed, you know, the lineage in and oftentimes and I say people to people the same thing, my grandparents and my mom definitely in the church we were there every time the doors open much like you said revival okay bible study usher board church anniversary 100 men in black and white it didn't matter when they opened we were there and we were going right and it didn't matter i'm tired i want to you can go anywhere else you're going to get up and go to church right but what i love is because much like you said it laid the foundation right that when we got older and we made our own decisions we didn't have to go right yeah and we always make the best decisions, but what you said most just then is it allows us to know where to return to because of the foundation. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, in this walk that you're in now, and of course, nationally in professional sports, uh, a lot of times it, it, it's like I told you, which really struck me with you. It is hard sometimes for individuals to stay rooted and grounded in their faith because of all of the things that they may see around them. How is it so easy for you to hold fast to your faith, to stand firm in your faith and stay true to it when a lot of the individuals that you may be competing against, a lot of the things that your uh, journey and training may require may not be in the same walk of your faith? Yeah. All right. My, my son's walking up to the window with a face hug. You want to say, what's up, buddy? Okay, use the bottle that I gave you for it with the juice in it and use it to go to the walk for the sink. Well, go to the water sink and, and get water. We're going to leave right after this interview. We'll go get some food. All right, buddy. It's Las Vegas heat. And these kids out here at the park, I told them, y'all want to go to the park? All right, now. But I told them they can't get wet. That's the biggest part. They can't get wet. Um, but back to your question, uh, I, I truly searched after, you know, like there, there are people who, um, I don't want to just throw shade or anything, but like, there are people who play with their their walk with Christ. They mm-hmm. they they, pay, they play with or their their search. Um, they you know they're one foot in and one foot out. You know I, I almost feel like there are so many believers in Christ that have not hit the lowest of lows yet in their life or the deepest of deeps hurts in their life to where they have to come to a place of like what is this and 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 how do I get out of here and how do I you know, I truly, I was, you know, I was hurt. I guess you haven't been lost. Um, I guess people who haven't truly been lost haven't really grasped what we find in Christ. 
what I found in Christ is easy for me to keep attached to that. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't hard at all. You know, to stay attached to what I know, what I know, not what I think and what I read and what I've heard, but what I know is real. You know, to stay attached to something that I know is real, you know, uh, um, I have seen, I have felt, I have, you know, uh, <laughs> these are not cleverly devised plans that we put together in this. Yep. Um, you know, I, I believe in him. Um, I believe in not only the things that he's, he's done in my life, but the, the factual searching that I've done and the relationship that I've garnered and the things he's told me to watch out for and the things, this is not a, a co coincidental thing. You know, this is, this is the Lord's design and purpose in my life. And when you search for that, when you search for that, when you have dreams of prophecies and people come up to you and confirm those prophecies, when you're really searching and you're writing and everything, and you're in the word every day, I got carpal tunnel because the Lord put me in the word for four or five days where I didn't come out the room and, and people thought I was on something like, nah, like I was in one of those, one of those moments where the Lord just grabbed me and would not release me from the things he was downloading onto me. Like I, 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 I asked them for wisdom um, that they talk about in James. Uh, he says, you, you asked for me, asked for it freely. And I asked for wisdom. And in a week's time, <laughs> you know, overnight, I talked to my mom, I was talking to my aunt and they were like, man, you sound so deep or you sound so in depth. And it was just like, you know what I do? You know, I, I noticed that too, you know, and it was just the understanding and the seeing that he is, he will quicken you. He will, he will, he will sprout up your wings like eagles. It's, it's a true belief and not just um, this metaphoric uh, feelings and um, universal um, religion. Mm -hmm. There's no relations. There's rules, regulations, there's traditions, there's, you know, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do that. So now I'm, I'm in the will of God. I'm in the will of Christ. I've, I've, I've walked out, um, his, you know, his statutes and, you know, I'm, I, I haven't done or sinned or lied or felt some kind of way or judged or spoke or, you know, it's like they're walking this eggshell life. I walk a life of relationship with my father. Uh, sometimes I am not the best son as I have, as I am a father and I have children. They're not always the best lined up children that I've taught them my statue, but I love them with everything in me, even when they are even in their and they're wrong. And I see that as what the father has done for even in a more in-depth way. He loves us even twice as five thousand times as much as we love our own children. So to see that he has that relationship with us, that he guides us and walks with us and teaches us and disciplines us and chase chastens those he loves, you see that it's not hard to stay attached to what you know is true life. With the world full of death and disease and, 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 and destruction and, and chaos and manipulation and confusion, it's not hard in my eyes to stay attached to what you know is life, what you know is truth what you know is the fruits of the spirit don't get me preaching like it, it's hey, not it's a very, very easy process for me it ain't hard at all to stay attached to what you know is real because you know when they start talking about their universe when they start talking about their their gods when they start talking about you know you just find so much uh fallacy in it that you can say you know 
but baby, you didn't think about this process, but you know, you didn't think about, well, how could, how could he turn water into wine? It's like, you know, it's almost like, like they said, the, the, the scriptures, the words of the scripture are, are, it sounds foolish to them. You know, they, they don't understand. But when you really had that experience, when you've closed your eyes and you've seen the father and you know what he looks like when he's visited, when he's visited to you, when, when you've had near death experiences and you've literally seen angels and you've, you've chased after what the Bible says you can chase after you've looked for him in it, you'll find the real thing. And it's not hard to want to say attached to that at all. The best friend, the best, it's the best relationship you could ever have. That's so awesome, man. I'm telling you right now, look, and don't, don't worry now. We don't mind if you got to start preaching. Okay. But I get that. And I think that that's just it. You're right. Why, why, how could I not be attached to what that's is the way, the truth and the life? Right. I love that. Absolutely. You absolutely. know, <laughs> it, it just, and I get that because even in you speaking, exactly what you're saying is hitting me in a place. And I started to, you know, feel riled up in myself because it's, it's it's one of those things, like I said the other night, when you try something, y'all about to go get something to eat right now, right? And whatever you get to eat, you probably had it before, right? It, which is why you return. And that's how Christ is, right? Because, you know, he, he's a running well that never runs dry. And every time we go, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so we keep returning because we know that just like everything else. And I said to them, I said, just imagine if we were walking advertisement for his goodness, as we are to that movie that came out, as we are to that new restaurant on the corner because you need to go try that sandwich. And and if we were that way, just like we are spreading the good news, just imagine the individuals that not only watch the post-game interview, but just see your walk every day and is attracted to that. I think that's awesome, man. Absolutely. And I'm trying to attract what the Lord um, put me in position to do. Uh, You know, he's given me so much of um, like understanding of who I've become in his walk, you know, putting together the Gideons and the Joshua's and not just leaders, but just, you know, people who are truly warrior like in mentality because he's, he's known who he's made me into being. And as I've come into knowledge of that, um, I happen to be a fighter. I happen to be a wrestler, a national champion, world champion in those fields, but I'm, a man after Christ. I'm I'm a war priest. Um, we have a ministry called the War Priest, and there's a bunch of men that were boxers, MMA fighters, or just men. It's a men's ministry, and ex gang members, ex cartel. I mean, just uh, amazing stories and men been been through all kinds of Lord, stories of life. And the War Priest ministry, we just talk about. You know, we we're we're from Genesis to Revelation. Don't get it twisted. We're from the top of the bottom um from the bottom to the top but there's a lot of times where in our daily walk as men we stay in that psalms and proverbs and judges and uh kings area where you just kind of like all right bring it in true bring it in bring it in man like all right look look even king david a man after his own heart, you know, had, had, had to get down and, you know, feel some kind of way. That's I right. know that in your everyday life, you feel some kind of way. These are, these are the, the statues that we as men or me as warriors stand on. So to walk that warrior life, to be a war priest, to, to, to be a priest to my family, to pray for my family, to, to guide my children in the way that they should go, um, to, to be the warrior and the walking billboard 
um, of Christ that I am as a, as a fighter, as a mixed martial artist, as a professional athlete, a lot of people that are other famous athletes come to me as, you know, yo, bro, that, you know, you, hey, this is supposed to be done at grandma's house. You know, we supposed to talk like that in auntie's living room. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you coming out like that got me feeling some kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm yeah. not, you know, I gotta, you know, only rappers, you know, have that only Christian rappers have that, you know, unapologetic, I'll say what I need to say about Christ and put it out there. And it's like, well, you know, there are the, 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 some of the athletes that we think my Lord is savior, but like, I'm on a different wave of being that leader that stands out there and saying, no, no, no. Like, I understand y'all have that hamdallah, no disrespect, but you'll have y'all, your Muslim relationships and your Buddhists and your, you know what I'm saying? But I want you guys to just, if we're going out here and just trying anything and we're just putting any chain on to say we believe in any kind of religion, if you want to just have something to believe in, let me give you why I believe and why so many others believe why America is built on the in God we trust covenant, why I've written out a supplication of what the Lord is doing in my life before he's done it. And I'm on, I'm on supplication eight of 10. And I wrote this five years ago. And I can tell you right now that he, in my life, he's doing, and it's not a coincidence. It's not a magic thing. It's not a, you know, this is a relationship. I don't have the true religion. I haven't been to a church building in church, inside a building in church in, in a long time. You know, it's not that I don't get invited. It's that I like that relationship. I like, you know, sometimes they, they look at me differently. You know, my, 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 my walk, my warriorship, my authority, my anointing goes ahead of me. And sometimes Christians, not even Christians, sometimes I want to say Christians, get that religious looking he uh you know judgy you know rejectful you know <laughs> look and and i i i'm strongly in my purpose of opposing that religious synagogue of satan that stops people from coming to the true love of christ mm -hmm. to the true life to the true well you know they have that sour taste because there's been man that has sour the taste of what it is to be in the church what it is to be in love and have a relationship with christ so to walk that warrior war priest-like mentality it, it it goes before me and i i have no i don't sleep at night if i have not walked in my purpose of becoming who i'm yet to become for him that's so awesome and you you hit the nail on the head a lot of times we don't want to speak about that right i tell people all the time you know it is the church right the building right because what the church is in us right 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 the church, the building. The building, right that individuals who are seeking him run from you know if we if we take a a, a look at ourselves and we're honest i speak with that all the time lord just help me be pleasing in my sight right because in, in your sight because when i'm pleasing in my sight that's when i start running people away Right. When I move how Chelsea wants to move, that's when people can't see you. Right. And so when individuals say, oh, no, mm -mm, I don't believe in him because X, Y, and Z, and they're mentioning people, and they're mentioning, <laughs> mentioning church hurt, as you said earlier in this conversation, yeah. that's not Christ. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes we're the only Bible or the only Jesus that people will see. 
And so we have to ensure much like you just said that we are being obedient and walking into our purpose and our assignment that he's given us every single day. That was golden. Most don't want to hear that and most definitely don't want to say it, but it's the truth. And I appreciate that. You know, you can tell often that you spend spend time in your word, right? And before we kind of get you out of here and wrap up, I got to know, I know the regimen uh, that you must go through physically, right? To stay trained. Like I I can only imagine just, you know, meal planning and eating and working out and how many times a day, right? I can only imagine. But how do you stay spiritually fit? Talk us through that to that person that wants to delve in that word a little bit more. You mentioned earlier about even casting and moving away and staying in a room just to have that time with him. Talk to us a little bit about your spiritual regimen to make sure that your spiritual uh, regimen is there and toughness is there to compete. Absolutely. Well, I try to, um, I like the audio. So, you know, a lot of people say, I can't, I can't get to my Bible. I can't read my Bible right now because I just got out of the fight camp and I just got out of, you know, traveling and everything like that. My Bible has dust on it. Uh, Ashamedly, my Bible has dust on it. But uh, my my Bible app, I'm working I'm working that thing out. You know, I I, I like to audio um, stories in the Bible of uh, you know history uh, history. I like to I like to go back and listen to history. Um, be motivated by some of the people that have have been there uh, that are going through some of the things in my life. You got to know the Bible a little bit to like oh I know exactly where I need to go to I need I know exactly I need to go to I need a little bit more faith I need to go to Hebrew I need I need a little bit more of this I need to go there and and um, depending on where I am in, in my camp where I am in my training needing more patience um, with my children or things like that you know um, I, I I just I try to audio and try to stay in the tune of uh, you know getting a couple of chapters in through an audio while I'm driving or while I'm headed to where I'm headed. You know, you'll see a lot of my interviews that are coming out that I'll be posting as me in the car or some children in the background. And, you know, I'm always on the move, um, you know, trying to be as active as I possibly can as a father and, you know, as a, as a professional athlete and as a, you know, as a symbol of Christ to try to just be there and, and, and be in the open. You know, um, we're gathering strong men to always be in the war priest ministry. So whenever I'm out and about and, you know, and, I, and I'm talking to people and they, they, they hear and they feel my anointing. They ask that question of what it is or where where I can find that or, you know, how we can get to that. And, you know, I, I'm just trying to be a tool and trying to be used by that. So truly um, focusing on what he has for me was a, a day of prayer, constant prayer, constant prayer. And then him taking me through a vision and putting me as a fly on the wall. And um, he talked about, I used to write poetry. So therefore I was really good at rapping. Therefore I was really good at, you know, having words and having, you know, and then I could write really well. And, you know, I could, you know, play basketball and then I could play football. And it came to a culmination of Lord, why do I have all these talents and why do I have all these things? And why do I, and do through true search and prayer, prayer and prayer and prophecies and, you know, having the anointing of my life and aunties and uncles that and, and, and being in the church and people obviously prophesying to me that, you know, great things, great things or whatever. Um, beautiful blessings. I don't want to say whatever, but just beautiful blessings. I don't want to talk about that. What I want to focus on is the, um, the, the, the task that he had given me through these visions, this true search. I searched for him and he came and he given me and he downloaded 
my mission. And some people are, are out here without their understanding of what they want to do. They're out here. They have the instincts in them. They have things pulling at them um, that they should be listening to, but they don't have that true understanding and, and that upright run after what they what he wants them to do. I have a direct vision of what it looks like. I know what it, I, I, I'm almost can be at a place of what it smells like to a place of like, I'm printing, I'm getting made clothes to be in that moment. You know, I'm fighting for a world title uh, and I know what the belt looks like. Right now I'm getting a wardrobe made to match the world title belt. And it's kingly, it's king-minded. You you know you'll see you'll see the presence of God through this outfit of you know me trying to say you know this is what this is. I knew this day was coming because we prayed for days like this. You know this is the Lord making a statement on the biggest stage in some of the biggest sports on one of the biggest nights That's as it. the family in the world gathers. You know it's end of November, Thanksgiving. You know it's a time that. The Lord is putting something on display and I dare not step in the way with my doubts or my fears or my I, I, I've been prepared for this moment of a culmination of prayers that he says, this is the path. This is the vision. And when you can get people stepping into that, you know, just being in, OK, hearing the word, hearing the word. And it's OK, let me go in my prayer closet. OK, I've heard the word say I need to come into the prayer closet with prayer and thanksgiving. Let me start. Let me start with thanking God uh, on his on who he is and thanking him for that. And then let me start with a little praise. OK, I, and let me praise him for those things. Oh, wow. I'm getting to different levels in my prayer to where you start getting to those levels and you start getting the goosebumps. And then you start hearing the voice and then you start seeing the, the visions and it's the it's the joy of people who search for Christ truly gotten to that point and he said hey here I am you know here I am yes uh, I know I know it took some work but if, if if you didn't if you didn't get to that point you wouldn't have got to the real me and this is me and now that you're here welcome <laughs> you never know what you're saying you know gotcha <laughs> you know and the, and the fact that you get that taste and you get that um you know, you, you yearn after that scripture, you yearn after his voice. So the angels only move to his voice. I have angels about me that will move on my behalf because I speak verse to them. I don't speak my voice. I Come speak and God makes them move because that's the voice of God. I, I know how to work my angels. I've been downloaded with the understanding of how to, when I step in the middle of the cage and I open my arms up and I give glory to the to the Lord before the fight starts, it's a wrap. <laughs> when they start presenting my name and I go to the center of the cave and I look to the hills which come with my help and maybe their eyes do not see, but I say open their eyes so that they may see. I know where my angels are. I know where my head to my toes is guarded and I, I know what kind of bow he has now turned me into. So there's a, a certain blitzkrieg of confidence that is 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 to the world a cockiness that they cannot understand but to me it's an anointing that i've been that i've been given to have been worked and to have been toning for such a time like this habakkuk 3 uh, it, it talks about that that appointed time uh -huh. where it will tell, do not if you can pull well, habakkuk theory. come on that, that would be the scripture you know you wanted me to have a scripture if you can go yeah. to i want to say it's Habakkuk two and three. It might he it might be Habakkuk three or something. But it was it's it's on my heart more than it is in my eyes. Um, and if you can spit that scripture to me, it, it's a culmination of exactly what I'm speaking about 
of why you can do the things that I've said I've done by like ordering uh, an outfit for the for the for the for the after fight or or preparing you know people to to step into that next moment of their life to not worry about the moments that they failed in but the lord is wanting you to step into that next moment of what he has for you you're so worried about what we didn't grasp while we're missing the blessings of what he has for us and and that opponent that appointed time that we speak about that he speaks about if you can finally see that Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful uh appointed moment can you do you have the scripture written you're right back at two and three and it says for the revelation awaits an appointed time it speaks of the end and will not prove false though it linger as my grandma would say though it tarry uh though it tarry (laughs) (laughs) wait for it will not delay yeah wait for it it will not delay and some people believe because it's not that moment that it's been on delay it is not denied it is wait for it time it is wait for it time prepare time and i've been in a moment where i have been tarrying and been preparing for it and i am almost at a place where i believe i'm coming into the culmination of my appointed time so i'm truly at a place where i'm confident in what i'm doing in the camp and and who i'm around and 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 walking as that light uh, um, 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 you see me with my free barabbas shirt on as big as as all all get out um that was the moment that was the announcement look at these little hands <laughs> yes baby we're going to we're going to eat tell okay, him daddy gonna be finished in just a moment i promise oh he's got a little scratch on his knee he'll be all right i'll be out there in a second yeah so uh, my my boy's got a skid knee scratch on his knee and now it's re-skid of course we're at the park like yeah you got a skid knee you're gonna skid your knee every day when you're that aggressive on everything you do so you know <laughs> what little, little where where boy is that from? <laughs> right right i got bru- i got bruises scratches all over everything that i have so yeah it is a Jenkins boy tradition to be bruised up but i still have a black eye from the fight that i had um Three, two fights ago, and yeah. it's just because of the training and, and being in a tournament, we're in tournaments every eight weeks. Now the championship is a little bit further out, but every eight weeks we get in the fight and we, you know, we have to train, we have to get back and going into the next cap with bruises from the last fight. I mean, it's, you know, the Lord has to quicken your body and strengthen you and get ready for the next battle. And I, I see these fights in the next battle as, as, you know, oh, how can you say God wants you to beat up on people? I see these next fights and these things as the stage i was talking to you about that platform that he gave me that vision he took me as a fly on the wall and took me into an auditorium and there were people standing up and it was like they're almost there was you know a, a full a, you know a, a microphone on the stage there was a light there's you know the maroon um things in the background and all these people were standing up and the lord this was in deep in prayer at one of those realms that you know you're in prayer for this was one of those moments where the lord took yeah. me into a vision and um and I was a fly on the wall and 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 we both were flies on the wall and it was just like um uh what do you see and I just you know people unorganized people kind of like you know just waiting for the brochures there's you know people talking and just how you're waiting for everything to start and um uh, and then I, I looked away and in a flash boom everybody was seated where they need to be seated and you know you know it was kind of like a like a slow kind of music was playing it was like you know he's like now what do you see and i was like you know it seems like people are waiting for something it seems like you know they they are now organized there was a little bit of you know people trying to find their seat or whatnot but now it looks like people are 
are waiting for the, the act, the show. He's like, these are the people that I want you to speak to. This is the audience that I want you to speak to. Some of them know where their seats are. Some of them don't know where their seats are. Some of them know who they are. Some of them don't even know what they're waiting for. What they, they don't know if it's a singing act. They don't know if it's comedy. They don't know if it's puppetry. They don't, you know, they're waiting. They kind of got invited there by a friend or something. And then, then there's the stage it was a little bit high, tall stage, you know, like different than regular auditorium. The stage was just kind of tall. So you kind of had to look up. And he said, that stage is a, is, is a culmination of your talent. That stage is a culmination of the platforms that I give you to draw that audience in. That stage is what you're going to be on to show and speak to the people of the things that I want you to say, the, the things that I want you to do. The, that stage is your wrestling. That stage is your ability to learn quickly. That stage is your ability to speak. That stage is your ability to, 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 to cherish and, and inspire and to motivate and to lead. I've been a captain of every team that I've ever been a part of, not because I'm the most talkative guy, I just have this natural ability to lead um, from middle school to college to every team that I've ever been a part of, I was named captain of the team to the point where I was one of the youngest captains at Penn State ever to have been named captain um, of the college team. I, as a true sophomore, I was 19 years old, running 24-year-old men through the through the you know the drills we had. Nonetheless, he's just given me that kind of authority in my in my speech, and he told me about you know it having that that light. And he was like, you know, build that audience and teach them the things that I have in my word, the things that I have for you, the, 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 the route in which I'm taking you to, to touch the people in which are in the audience. Not everybody can sit in that, in that building. I'm not going to be speaking to everyone who's not on that platform. Not everyone who's in that building is not all believers in Christ. Not everyone who's not there is not a believer. But to the people that was in that audience, to the stage that I was on the platform that I was speaking on, he gave me the visions of what I'm supposed to be doing, who I'm supposed to be doing it with, where I'm supposed to be doing it at, and and I'm I'm running right after that. There is no question about how I'm I I I, I see what I'm doing. You know, there are many many prophecies that I have taken a, a hand over, fasted over, supplicated for, and are coming to fruition. Like it, I was, I was speaking in lame terms. Like you know, I'm on eight out of ten um, supplications in my covenant. I haven't shaved or cut my hair. I'm on a covenant with the Lord, and you know that's another subject to, for another day. But um, uh, he's on, like I said, eight uh, or nine out of ten. Like me becoming a world champion and getting the million dollars <laughs> like if we can make that nine then what could else <laughs> could you have supplicated for you know uh, i'm truly at a place where it all is coming to a head in the prophecy for me and i'm 33 i'm 34 um the year after christ died but it was like in my 33 year i had some of the hardest times ever in all of my life in my Jesus year where I'm thinking it's going to be the greatest year ever and it was a true trial of me walking in that faith with the Lord walking in that journey to get to where I am to where I'm now touching people on their couches at on ESPN and really moving the movement towards real Christianity real believers in Christ and not people after religion that's so awesome, man. I'm going to tell you, you definitely touched me. I went on my couch. I was in my bed. But the way I jumped up, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. 
you know, of course, as we get to close, so you can get to your little men and, and, and everything else that's on your docket, you know, there are, of course, two things that I have to ask you, and those are um, current con- concurrent listeners to the podcast that will know these two questions. The first one, though, is um, just like you spoke about going into your prayer closet, um, you know, my prayer closet, of course, looks a little bit different now because I, you know, have a little one who's coming up on a year. So this past year, I've been in a year of being a new mom. And so, of course, naturally, thank you so much. <laughs> and, and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you extra much. <laughs> Look, because I'm going to have a little man knocking on the window or the door when I'm doing interviews. You just wait. So, but one of the things yep. that I love to do is I love, I call it my God is devotional. And so what I do is I'll say God is, and then I just am reflective upon the things that he is, the things that he isn't, right? That's one of the biggest blessings that we always miss is the things that he's not, that that this world is. And so you don't get many, you just get one today. And so if I were to say God is, and I drew an imaginary blank, how would servant leader Bubba, bad man Jenkins, fill that blank? God is what? What is he to you? Uh, God uh-huh. is... Can I put so? Can I say so? You can. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. God is so faithful. Come on. Come on. God is so faithful. Oh, he's so faithful. He's so faithful. Come on. He's faithful. Come on. He's so don't start. Come on. Because I'm, I'm trying to get you to go eat. Come on. Don't do it. Come on. <laughs> that's, that is, that is that's the definition. It, when you think about that, uh, and then there's like a new saying, loyalty is love or whatever. God is so faithful yes. to his promises, to his word, to his children, to his people, to his blessings, to his chosen, to his He's so faithful that um, anything you put on him, anything you put into him, anything you rely on, anything you depend on, anything you leaned on, anything you trust in, Come on. it is, it is, it's, it's twofold, twofold. It is, people are, you got a million dollars. How are you going to give a hundred thousand away? I'm I'm tied to my 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 million. I, I I can tell you that right now because he's faithful. He's faithful to what he said he would do. There there are too many times that you think in your human mind that he was unfaithful in areas until he shows you the grander picture of how he was truly faithful to what you needed and what you wanted. You, you know, he's not faithful to your ideal of what you think is comfort or, or, or a blessing. He is faithful to what he knows will truly bless you in the times that you need it when you need it. Oh, he is faithful. He is faithful. He is, <laughs> he is that. He is that. That is my word for it. For it. He is faithful. Let's and that goes back to Habakkuk. <laughs> Habakkuk 2 and 3, that, that, is, that alone tells you the faithfulness of Christ right there. Someone, I'm telling you, ah, yes. So you just, my pastor always says, when I think back, I thank him. See, you started. The, the <laughs> when I think of the goodness of Jesus, Jesus, okay, and <laughs> all that is done. Come me. on here, come on here. Yes, Look, uh, you can see uh, that uh, hand. Uh, yes. I recognize that hand. That hand is it's twofold. That hand is making you recall to remembrance the reason why you know he's faithful. Come on, <laughs> come on, y'all. 
And of course, last question. This is the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. Well, servant leadership is at the forward, back, middle. It's in the focal point of what we do. Servant leadership takes on so many different meetings, but serving and leading like Christ is what we're calling for people to do. So I'm here to ask you, servant leader, Bubba Batman G. I'm a hungry boy. <laughs> what is servant leadership? Hey, well, my last question, y'all got to come in and be quiet. Oh my God. Y'all come in and be quiet. Go ahead. So what does servant leadership mean to you, man? What does servant leadership mean to you? What does servant leadership mean to me? Yep. Uh, to me, it means walking in the will, um, walking in your purpose, really being after what he's, you know, giving you to, to be after that, you know, that vision that I told you, that testimony of him putting me on the wall at, at, at an auditorium. Um, that's being of a service, being a servant, and then literally stepping into that role of authority that makes you the leader or makes you a leader, um, you know, and, 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 and to be a leader in, 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 in the will and the work of Christ to be a part of the kingdom and building for the kingdom and being a servant um, and not just a servant, a friend, uh, a family member, a part of the inheritance of what Christ has. It is, it is everything to be, to, to, to put it together. It is a role that should be, you know, much more glorified in, in, in everyday life. It doesn't have to be a bishop or a pastor. You can be a servant leader in, a, in, in just grouping together people who are like-minded to move in a way that is, is beneficial for the kingdom. That's so awesome. I thank you so much. I do for your time that I know you could be spending with the babies and all that good stuff. <laughs> The heat got to it. We should have came out here with plushies. <laughs> <laughs> Just know, man, we're going to be praying for you. We're going to be rooting for you. We're going to be in touch. And really quick before you go, I'm going to say a prayer really quick for you and the little ones. So, Heavenly hey, Father. Real quick. Hey, yep. real quick. Bye. We're praying. We're going to say a prayer real quick, okay? Hey, cutie. Heavenly right Father. Here. We thank you right now just for your love and for your grace. We thank you for how you allow Pastor Cross to be able to even meet and talk with your servant leader. Lord, I ask that you pray a special prayer over Jesse, his family, everything that he touched, his walk, Lord God, his talk, Lord God, his his servanthood, Lord God. Be with him, Lord God, as he goes out and goes in, Lord God. And we stretch our hands to him all across of what he's going to do, but definitely for that $1 million fight and prize, Lord God, because he glorifies you and what he does, not for him, but for you. We say a special prayer for those babies in that car, Lord God, that for you know the plans you have for them, Lord God, help them to walk in that, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, we ask that you help all of us to be lights so that those that may not know you can find you. In your son, Jesus' name, we'll always pray. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the interview podcast. It was awesome to have me on anytime. We'll talk after the million. We'll talk leading up to it or if you need. Ah, uh, I'm here. I appreciate you and uh, good luck with everything you're doing with Servant Leader. And uh, I'm just, God be the glory for you guys. Amen. You're now part of the Servant Leader family, man. So anything we can do, all you got to do is reach out. Awesome. Where are you, where are you located? I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Florida. Good old Florida. All right. Awesome. We, well, one day we've got to get out there and have some church. It'll be hey, awesome. and look, I'm with it. Y'all heard it here first. So we thank you all for listening. And we're going to see you guys next time. <laughs> Absolutely.